Hi, I'm Dan and welcome to another Bot World podcast. We're here with Catherine today and go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Catherine. I'm a multimedia artist based out in San Francisco. And you recently built a bot. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I built a baby group bot, which is a character in Guardians of the Galaxy. And this was your first bot? First bot ever. I've never really done a lot with uh, bot building, but... And before we get into kind of the nitty gritty and like what your experience was, what has the reception been like? How have users been treating your bot? It's so bizarre. Everything from people making fun of Baby Groot to just seeing what Baby Groot does to treating Baby Groot like their best friend. Hmm. And has there been like, uh, I guess, what is what has been the most interesting about that? I was just surprised that people took it so seriously because to me the character of Baby Groot is, uh, you know, it's a little comedic. It's it's hilarious, it's cute, it's cutesy. Hmm. So I didn't think that people would really take it seriously at all. Hmm. And, I, and it doesn't, so I played around with it and it, it doesn't have a, a wide range of emotion though. No. But people are <clears throat> really getting into it. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. The only thing the baby group bot says is I am Groot. Sometimes it responds with, with a GIF or a, or a picture, but it doesn't really do anything. It's just a funny conversation. And would you say you've had a lot of responses? Yeah. Yeah. So it's... It's, it's very popular. Right. Surprisingly popular. Right. Which is crazy. It's weird. Like it's what, so weird. What people, Why do people care? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's entertaining, right? Yeah. Like that has to be it. Yeah. Right? Uh, so your your first bot, and what was the experience like? Like you've never built a bot before. You're not even a developer. Mm-mm. Okay. So what was your experience like? What did you think it was was going to happen, and then what actually you know transpired? Uh, well, I built it with Jack from My Poly, and he made everything really easy. So My Poly is a bot building platform. Yeah, My Poly is a bot building platform, mm. and it's. Basically idiot proof. Once mm. you watch a few videos on YouTube mm. that they've they've made, uh, like instructional videos, it's very easy to follow along and and make any bot that you want. And I wanted to start with a baby group bot because it's very simple. You know, like I said, it doesn't really do much of anything except make you laugh and make you smile, which mm. is the point. Uh, but later on, I want to make something more complicated. So that's why I started with a simple bot, just to learn the ropes. Okay. And um, so you launched the bot. Is it Facebook? Is it Telegram? Like, Is it Slack? What, what kind of bot is it? It's on Facebook Messenger right now. Okay. And how did you like launching the Facebook Messenger? It was easy. Yeah. I use, I'm really familiar with Facebook, obviously. I've been a Facebook user since 2006. So... You know, I think if I had access to Alexa, I would try it on Alexa, but I don't have the dot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so how is, I guess, once you've launched it, like, do you feel like you can, like, what are your next steps? Are you going to make Baby Group better? Are you going to try other bots? Or, like, what, are you, what is kind of, what has it inspired you to think about, right? Just looking at the way people interact with Baby Group, but I'm, I'm really surprised that they keep coming back to it. Hmm. 
Uh, every day, still, even people who are, who've been using it for like a week. Mm. I thought that they would use it for five minutes and then that would be their one inter interaction because mm -hmm. they saw what it could do. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe eventually we might turn Baby Groot into something that really responds and isn't so random. Like sentiment analysis, like yeah. figuring out how people want to interact with it. Right. Hmm. Right, and really like listens to people instead of just kind of seems like it's listening, but not really. Do you think that would be, I mean, almost it almost seems like it would be therapeutic. Yeah, it could be. Like, sort of like a Tamagotchi kind of thing, I guess. I, I guess it depends on how you program it, right? If, if it's Yeah, if you're like feeding it or something. Right, if, if it's like, if the user is sad and you want to make them happy, you send them like happy gifts or like... Yeah. Have you thought about kind of the well, interaction there? I think about the character Baby Groot, and it's a plant, right? Mm -hmm. So he is literally like a little tree that grows. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have house plants that they treat as their pets. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people who don't have cats or don't have dogs, they're able to get plants because that's all they can have in their apartment. Mm -hmm. Or like a fish. Mm -hmm. So to some people uh, who really like plants, I kind of would treat it like that, like it's a pet. Maybe not something that you feed, but like you said, that has multiple interactions a day mm -hmm. and could read your mood and cheer you up or, you know, just make you laugh. Mm -hmm. The point of Baby Groot as a character is to make you say like, aw, that's so cute. So, so we have what I think this is kind of classified right now is under like entertainment kind of a bot, right? Right. Um, where else do you think chatbots could go? Like just by, I mean, I know this is a very small... Uh, sample size this is your first bot but it definitely gave you an idea of like how users what they expect how they interact even unusually um, behaviorally and psychologically with bots like what mm -hmm. do you think might be other areas that chatbots could explore that's a good question I think that it would be great if chatbots could do a lot of the work for you like any sort of data that you enter, like if you're tracking your sleep or you're tracking mm -hmm. the miles you're running mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. Do you think there's a way to, to <clears throat> emotionally represent that data? I don't know. That's a good question. I mm -hmm. haven't thought about that. I, I wonder if there's like a way that emotion can, I think, augment data in some respect. Right. But, I mean, I'm just like, you know, throwing, throwing that out there. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and so what would you like to see happen with chatbots? Um, I've tested a few people's chatbots mm. and a lot of times it just doesn't seem very seamless. What does that mean, seamless? To me, it, it should be a natural, intuitive conversation. And I kind of feel like it's very forced. It doesn't feel organic. It's very obvious that I'm talking to a robot, but not only is it a robot, it's a robot that's obviously built by like a human that, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the bot builders aren't actually testing their bots. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. It's just like, as a person that isn't a bot builder, testing these bots, it seems like, do they even look at what they're doing? I don't know. Like have users and get feedback and things like that. Yeah, it seems like no one's getting feedback and then when they do get feedback, they don't change it. It's just really weird. Like, I also notice on a lot of bots, I'm an, a native English speaker. So, if something isn't natural to me, it's like, who built this bot? Like, it doesn't even seem like natural English or something. And that's like something that... Does it break the 
the conversation for you? Or it's how awkward. Does that, you know? It's super awkward. It's not believable. I don't want to use it. I mean, any. I think anyone in their their norm, like I, I guess their their language would want a, a natural language speaker, right? Totally. So that's that's really important. So I guess for bot users that are um, writing their bots in English, uh, should look for somebody to help. Kind of, I don't know be a, a copy editor or look at look at their dialogue maybe and clean totally. it up. Totally, yeah. Especially if they're targeted or American or English-speaking markets, right? Right, that's the first thing that like throws something off and, and I notice it and I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. Like mm. it, it just like annoys me and then I'm like, oh, I don't really want to use that. Hmm, hmm. Are there any particular bots, like utility bots? So we have entertainment bots, mm -hmm. and now we're we're looking at utility bots that provide like some utility for end users. Yeah. Are there any utility bots that you think you would use or have used or have tried? Um, I've used some bots that are for the weather, and then another one that shows me uh, what the weather's like outside and helps me pick an outfit, which is kind of interesting. Like I don't really use it, but. Mm. It's interesting. It like messages me every day when I wake up. Hmm. But after a while, I just got annoyed because another thing I noticed about the chatbots is there's too many buttons. Like, eventually, I just get tired. Hmm. It's almost like looking at a block of text and not wanting to read the whole thing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hmm. The conversation just goes on forever. I feel like the conversation should be like five seconds if it's a utility bot, and then it should be done. Like, mm. I don't want it to take up any more of my day. Right. There's too much back and forth. Yeah, it's annoying. Mm. Okay. If, like, you're really gathering data, then just make it super simple. So you had the opportunity to build on a single platform. Have you tried any other platforms or anything? I haven't tried any other platforms yet, but I've been doing my research and looking at other platforms. Mm. Um, because I have a few other ideas of of chatbots that I want to make that I think would actually be meaningful and helpful, mm -hmm. but uh, I'll have to look into it further. I'm not sure. Mm. As as a new user, it's kind of daunting. Once you learn one platform, it kind of makes you scared to want to go use other ones. Like it, it makes it hard to want to learn something new once you've already invested the time to learn one platform. Right. Like my poly was so easy for me, so I'm like. Mm. I want to keep using this. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else you you want to add that you've kind of talked about within your your bot building experience? Nothing. I'm just excited to see where bots go next. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, thank you for being on uh, the Bot World podcast. Uh, I am. Dan, you can reach me at dan at radbots.com or at dpg on Twitter. And if you have anything you'd like to plug or anything like that, like your your bot. My bot. Hi, uh, I'm Catherine, and you can look up my baby group bot on Facebook. I'm sure you can find it. It's really easy. I think it's m.me forward slash baby group bot. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. That's your messenger link. That sounds right. It'll get you directly that's to the That's the bot. messenger link. Yeah. Cool. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks. Cheers.